Welcome to Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Together, we are going to dive deep into mindset, marketing, and finding fulfillment in this beautiful industry. I'm your host, Jody Brown, and I am a hairstylist veteran turned online entrepreneur and mindful marketing mentor just for beauty pros. No topic is off limits. We are going to pull back the curtain and discover the success secrets of hairstylists that are rising. Okay, I have Piper D. Young here with me today. I am super excited. Piper started off in the beauty industry as a makeup artist, and she is making some serious waves in the industry and is doing some really cool things. So Piper, thank you so much for joining us. Yay, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be with you on your podcast. Yeah, it's so much fun. Piper and I were just chatting for um, like half an hour before we started recording. So she has a lot of amazing knowledge and insights to kind of lend. So why don't you tell my listeners a little bit about what you do now and kind of how you got into that from being a makeup artist? Yeah, well, so um, what I do now, I typically like to describe as it's like a perfect marriage of everything that I've done in life. Um, (laughs) But currently today, I am a brand mentor. And so I help hairstylists and makeup artists style their business with branding and web design. So that is what I get to do every single day. And I absolutely love it. It's my passion. But um, I I did start my career like in the beauty industry as a makeup artist. I used to work for Mac and then um, I slowly transitioned into freelancing and having my own business doing that. And I loved I loved working with brides. That was my number one. And I did that for several years and I kind of stopped actually right before I had my daughter. And that was kind of that turning point of like, okay, what am I – am I going to go back to freelancing um, or what am I going to do next? And so I definitely – pivoted and I'm so glad I did because I really think I'm I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Oh, that's amazing. There is like a really there's something really fulfilling about being able to help people that are your peers, right? So yes. oh I my god. That's amazing. Yeah. It's um I think now because back in the day I would just do it for fun. Like I would have my friends come. That's kind of how it would get started is I would have a friend <laughs> be like, can you help me with my branding or can you help me with my website or I I'm typically the one who might look at someone's business too and I might be like hey have you thought about doing this I think you you would do really good if you shared it this way or community you know I'm always kind of mm-hmm. like lending advice maybe sometimes it's unsolicited I don't know but um, <laughs> I really just want to help people at the end of the day and so yeah helping your peers and and seeing them like feel confident and how they're showing up online and how they're attracting new clients. It's the best feeling ever. Totally. And that's so funny. We're so the same person with the sometimes unsolicited branding advice. I was doing the exact same thing before I got into what I'm doing. So that's really funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I swear it's like I was trying to tell my husband, I was like, I don't know. My brain just doesn't. Sorry for the dog barking in the background. Um, (laughs) That's okay. My brain just won't turn off. Like I walk into a store and I notice the images, the typography, mm-hmm. the colors, the the just I notice everything and I notice when it's done really well and then I'll walk into a store and I'll be like, "Hmm, 
I wonder why they chose that. Or I or I just start thinking about, you know what would be really cool? If they did this, you know? And so my brain does not turn off. And I just – I think that's the way I just see the world. (laughs) Yeah. No, for sure. And it probably is really great in a lot of ways. Do you find it ever like spoils your enjoyment of something though if the branding is really off? Oh, man. I mean, sometimes, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Remember, I had gone to like a frozen yogurt shop and I forgot what it was, but I was like, I I, I don't want to say I was like tearing apart their business. They were they were doing a great job, but yeah. it just, you know, I was looking at things and I'm like, oh, man. It, and it wasn't even just a visual thing. It was even ex- down to the experience, which branding mm-hmm. is I mean, your experience is all a part of your brand. And so, um, so yeah, definitely sometimes I need to turn off my brain and just be like, enjoy the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I can relate to that 100%. Um, yeah. So I wanted to chat with you a little bit about um, websites for beauty pros because yeah. – I know that that's something. Do you still do like one-to-one work with um, salons and beauty professionals for websites? That Because I know that you were doing that in the past, right? Yeah. So I still do. I still work with clients one-on-one. At this mm-hmm. point um, in like in my business, I pretty much only work with clients that are like retainer. So about a six-month contract. So we're really – it's not just like – their branding design and then I'm and then you know like I turn over their website and they're done. Yeah. Um like I'm really working with my clients in their business um in so many different ways. So it's more of a long-term kind of partnership with my one-on-one packages. Um but I'm actually in the process because I know some people they're not necessarily maybe in that space in their business yet where they're like okay, I don't need I don't need to hire someone for that long, mm-hmm. but I want to have an awesome website or I want to understand how I can take ownership of my branding more and just show up online looking like the professional that I want to be, you know? Totally. And so um, I have been working on a course for the last, oh my gosh, the last year. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> literally been like a labor of love, but I'm, I look back and I'm like, I'm so glad that I took the time I took my time building this because um, it's it's been really intentional and just taking into consideration uh, what this and in- what the industry needs, learning from my clients and their needs, and just understanding more of what a service based pre- beauty provider would need when it comes to that. And so my course is, whoa, I think this is the first time I'm saying the name Yay! on a podcast. Oh, so exciting. <laughs> Um, it is called the Web Shop Lounge, and it I is a website. It's a website workshop for hairstylists and makeup artists, and it's going to show you how to create a client catching uh, brand and web website. You know, and I walk That's you through awesome. my process of how I would do that. And so, yeah, the course is actually currently open for enrollment for uh, founding members. And it's a smoking deal right now, but I really <laughs> want to get like my founding members in there because I'm I'm looking for people that are wanting to take ownership. They have no problem like DIYing things. I'm really I'm holding your hand the entire process, and I want to just make it easy for people. Like this shouldn't be complicated, and it should be fun. And so, yeah, I have currently I have about. My my founding members, it's only open to 30 people right now. Again, oh, wow. 
be a small group that I can really yeah. kind of help and get feedback on my course as well. And so we have 20 spots filled. So I only have 10 spots left right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So and you excited. haven't even really announced it yet. <laughs> no, no. Thank goodness. It's all been like just very organic and um, and also through, you know, Dawn Bradley. She's incredible. Yeah. Love her. Um, she was yes, just so great and gave me the opportunity to um, actually share it with her students for the first time. And so people – there were people that were ready for it. And so I'm, I'm just so grateful for anyone that – will trust me um, in that process. And I promise to take great care of my students. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's so good too, because like, I think for so long, it was really out of reach for people to have a website because it's such an investment, right? So for like big salons and stuff, it's Mm -hmm. 1000% worth it. But I think sometimes it's hard for like independent stylists to make that huge investment. So having something that they can kind of DIY, because it's not just building the website, right? It's learning how to maintain it. And do yeah, all that kind of go, stuff. I mean, we go first. We the first half of the course is all on like branding and understanding, even just like the psychology behind branding. Yeah, um, I love that. And really, I mean, like you, we're doing the work of like who is it, like diving into who is your ideal client, but understanding well, okay, who they are, but how do I then like communicate to them? through my website and making sure I'm giving them the right user experience. Um, And then even go into like defining your personal brand, like all of that, you have to define that before you can even, you know, start putting words on a website. If you just jump into designing your website without doing the defining work first, that's when it becomes hard and complicated. So I always say define first and then apply it. But yeah, so I I walk them through my process A to Z through the end. I've I've broken it down to just make it really easy and digestible. Like the videos are not very long because mm-hmm. I also want people to go back and be able to like if you needed to go back and rewatch something on the about me section, you can just go back and watch that. You don't need to watch like an hour video, you know? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I think I've got so it's interesting. When I first started pivoting into um, you know, doing like I don't really talk about websites that much because I think like there's people like yourself who are so good at it. Like you are a web designer, you know your stuff. But I had a lot of people asking just the general question, like, do I need a website? Oh and gosh, yeah, that's it. That's the, yes. that's, I feel like that's the big question nowadays. Yes. Is, do I even need a website because I have my Instagram? And I mm-hmm. feel like in this day, this is me personally and what I've seen work well for my business and also for people that are killing it out there too at the mm-hmm. same time. Like, um, I think you need both. And my personal, like, this is my view again is a website, one, it helps build credibility. Um, mm-hmm. It helps you not only online, but um, not just through Google, but a website also helps create boundaries. And boundaries are something that are really important for me in my business. Uh, I think with social media nowadays, people think that, you know, they, they you can be reached at all hours of the day. Um, totally. If they reach out to you, they expect to work with you and all those things. And for me, like, I don't do business in DMs. Like, that gets lost. And so I, like, right. have – 
system. So if someone's inquiring about my services, I want them to go through like my pipeline, not because I like I want to ignore them, but it's because I actually want to take the best care of them. I don't want yeah. I don't want their DM to get lost or something, you know. And so mm-hmm. I always like referring people to my website to to have a place where they can learn everything about my business and what I do. Um, they're not having to sift through an Instagram post and maybe they might land on the one that had the caption about my prices, you know, or yeah. sift through my highlights because maybe they might land on the highlight section that has my, you know, booking policy or things like that. And so yeah. it's really up to us to condition and show our clients, you know, what it is to work, what the experience is to work with. With us. So I think a website is so important. A website can help create and elevate that experience, that customer experience. And then on the on the other side, like I've come across businesses that have a great Instagram, but they don't have a website. And sometimes yes. I think, okay, so it, maybe they're not, maybe it's not their full-time thing. You know, they, they kind of yeah. just do it for fun um, mm-hmm. or it's like a side, side hustle sort of thing. Uh, but then on the flip side, I've come across um, businesses that have great websites, but they have no social media presence. And and when it comes to that, my thought is like, well, then, so is there like a real person behind this brand? Like, are yes. they, you know, social media is so important. Social media has like humanized our brands and it's allowed mm-hmm. us to connect in so many different ways. And so I think it's really about having both and having them live in harmony. I don't think one or the other is better because I, like, I, you know, giving that example, I've yeah. come across businesses that don't have social. And at the same time, that doesn't necessarily build trust with me either. So. I'm yeah, all about no. both. I think you need both. I totally agree. And it's – I'm going back to what you were saying about like not doing business in DMs. I mm-hmm. remember when I first went independent um, as a hairstylist, mm-hmm. I had clients – I had two clients walk in at the exact same time for the exact same appointment because mm-hmm. one of their messages had gotten lost. And it's because mm-hmm. I had people messaging me on my Facebook business page, texting mm-hmm. me, messaging me on Instagram, emailing and like booking. So it was all just so much that it was impossible to keep track of. So I love what you said about how it's also about like making sure that you're taking the best care of your clients and your business um, because by having them go through one channel, either email or online booking or whatever it is that you choose, yeah. it just makes it so much easier to stay consistent and make sure that everyone's getting all of the right um, things in the right order. So I totally yeah. agree on that point. And then, yeah, I love that about your social media and website living in harmony because I feel like exactly what you said is right. It Social media humanizes your business, allows you to connect on a deeper level, but a website legitimizes your business. Yeah. Yep. 100%. So, I totally agree. And like um, in one of my classes that I teach, I kind of give like the analogy of Instagram to me is like a party, right? So if I was at a party yeah. and I'm meeting someone that could potentially be a client, well, what happens when the party's over? Like my my website is kind of like my house. It's like my right. office. It's me inviting them into that space. Um, I've also heard people say your website's like your – it's like your online real estate, you know? It's like yeah. you own that. It's yours. Um, and so, yeah, 100%. I, th- I definitely think we need both nowadays. And this – we are living in the best day and age to – 
create your website yourself and have it look really, really great because years ago, years ago, that was not the case. You would have had to hire, you know, a web designer or someone. It would have just cost you so much more money. And so we have a plethora of resources and website builders out there to just make it easy for us. So yeah. That's if, so that's, true. if the tech scares you out there, let me just tell you, don't be scared. Don't be scared. You can learn this. You absolutely can learn this. And I think that's the nice thing about having something like to walk you through it. And also, I've said for the longest time that like our business is different. Like mm-hmm. the beauty business is not the same as every other industry. Yeah. So a lot of the time, like, you know, you'll look through like generic templates on like either Squarespace or Wix or whatever. And you're like, oh, like none of these, there's maybe one for uh, salon slash spa slash massage parlor. And you're like, okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And it's like, doesn't have the right things you need. So it can be a little bit frustrating because as a service-based industry, but a, like a very specialized service-based industry, I feel like a lot of a lot of the time we got kind of left out of things as far as like templates and business strategies and marketing and all that kind of stuff. So I love the fact that there's all of this like specifically for beauty pros um, resources available now, like your course, like, you know, that's – and I know – do you have you have like templates for websites or do you teach people how to build their own website? Yeah. So, so yeah, I agree. I feel, first of all, I feel like we got left out. Like everything is yeah. for a, a photographer out there, <laughs> which is great, but I feel like every, every um, sort of template is like a photographer or a chef or something like yeah. that, a restaurant. <laughs> um, but yeah, our business is completely, it's completely different. And even within the beauty space, it's completely different from an esthetician to a lash artist to someone who, you know, to a hairstylist, to makeup artist. So there are little differences. Um, And so, yeah, I do have templates in my course. So that not only do – so there's kind of like when it gets to the point of where you build your website, it's kind of like you can choose your own path. And so path one is I will just show you how to create um, your website using a Squarespace template that they've already Mm -hmm. like created, but I'll show you how you can, if let's, this is probably the path for someone that's like, I just need to get up and running really quick. They kind of need something. And so I'll show them how to find the best one, tweak it and make it unique to them. And then I also have pre-designed and styled, pre-like pre-styled templates that I've built. So in the course, you actually get access to three different pre-styled templates. And the user experience is – it's mapped out for a beauty professional, like for that client's user experience. And so – Um, yeah, so everything is mapped out that way. You can also customize these three templates if you wanted to, um, change the fonts, the colors, like everything is customizable and I show you how to do that. But yeah, I really wanted to give people a lot of value and just understanding what we might need out there. So if you want to just build something quickly. Let me show you how to get up and running. If you want something a little bit more stylized and, um, like I, it's like I would say it's a pre-designed style. So, for example, there's like a a very modern chic 
template. And then there's like a Mm -hmm. desert boho kind of vibe template. And then I have like kind of a coastal vibe template. Let's say if someone did, you know, really beachy blondes and that was, you know, they were maybe based more on the coast or let's just say that's the kind of vibe and aesthetic you want to give off. So Mm -hmm. there's different ones. They can all be customized though still. Um, But yeah, right now my course, like I said, the price point of my course, those three, like one template alone, if you were to buy somewhere else is more than the price of my, my founding members right now. I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Um, That's so awesome. Well, I'm really excited for your students. It sounds like you're getting a lot of the things that we should be doing as hairstylists simplified. Yeah, simplified is that's exactly what I want. And I've, as I was building my course, like I, I, you know, we, we were talking about this before we, um, you know, went live here, but, you know, kind of talking about like the mindset, getting through things. And at the beginning when I was building my course, I kept thinking like it needed to be complicated because I kept thinking of um, like my peer, like my design peers. And I was like, wait a minute, this course isn't for someone who already knows how to design. This has to be simplified for someone who doesn't know how to do this. And I want them to look at this and be like, oh my God, this is so easy. It finally clicked for me. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever they go and launch later in life, they already know how to create their website, you know? Um, Oh, for sure. Very, very simplified. Um, And like I said, the videos are bite-sized, easy to digest. I There's no fluff. Like, let's just get straight to the point and everything that you need so we can get you up and running. That's awesome. I think that's such a valuable skill to have in any, like just being able to, like we said, even like build it, but not only that, but to quickly update. Because I know I've seen salon websites that are like, you know, have stylists that haven't been there for like four years. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, they probably paid a web designer a ton to do this. And now they don't know how to change it. (laughs) So so I think even if you have a website, it would probably be really great because then you could at least like you can update it yourself. And, you know, if it becomes easy, then it's less overwhelming, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. The, we, I want to push overwhelm to the side. Um, and yeah, give people, if you already have a website, I mean, if you're using Squarespace, I, I primarily design in Squarespace. That is my go-to web website platform. Um, Mm -hmm. so if you're using it and you had it built for you, but let's say you want to learn how to maintain it, um, or even just make different updates or add different things like, yeah, once you get in there and you see everything broken down, it just like I said, it clicks and you will just feel so much more confident in being able to manage that for your business. And I feel like I feel like your brand isn't a static thing. Like I mean, you want it to be consistent, but I I know for myself like I feel like your brand constantly evolves the mm. way that we evolve as people, you know? So having the ability to kind of update and, you know, tweak it as you go, I feel like would be really, really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Like branding is something that, you know, you're constantly doing in your business. It is a continual thing. And so exactly like even me, I've the branding, I would say the visuals that I have Mm -hmm. right now, and even some of the values in my brand of like what I value, like what I 
my vision and mission, it's constantly changing and evolving as I'm changing and evolving as I'm working with different clients and as I'm learning and taking those um, kind of taking those chances and, or those risks, you know, trying new things. And it's helping me grow and just refine my brand and it's a continual thing. And so being able to understand that and being able to take ownership in that is absolutely freeing. Like I never feel held back. Hi. I, I have a website or a podcast. Uh, pod, what is it? Podcast bomber. <laughs> My podcast bomber's at school. Otherwise, he'd be doing the exact same thing. <laughs> I swear, I feel like my daughter, she'll, um, cause I don't, I actually don't have a door on my office. I just have like a baby gate there. Cause I do like yeah. to see her, like running around the house or she'll come over For and sure. say, hi mom. But, um, but I feel like anytime that she sees me talking to the microphone, she's like, oh yeah, I got to go talk to her now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I totally to relate. <laughs> I feel like that is so relatable. Yeah. And so true. Um, So I wanted to also talk with you about, um, because I know that you also do events. And Mm -hmm. so I know we touched on this briefly kind of before we started recording, but I have been so, so in love with how our industry, I mean, through the COVID shift, I know you guys were doing this like before, but I feel like even more so now, we're all personalizing our, you know, branding a lot more. And I feel like the connections are a lot, you know, stronger and easier to form because everyone is looking for that human connection right now. So how, like, as far as like events go, can we talk a little bit about Ember Retreat? Because I think it's such a cool concept. And I would love to hear a little bit about how you guys shifted because that is such a huge thing to have to go through like a pandemic when you're planning a live event. <laughs> like yeah. and now people can't travel. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, oh my gosh, everything that's happened this year as crazy as it been as it's been i really believe like we're only going to come out stronger you know um, i totally agree we have to we have to come out stronger and so um ember retreat if you're listening to this and you're like what is ember retreat yeah. uh, ember retreat is a um it's a business retreat for women in the hair and makeup in the beauty industry i started it with my biz partner i call her my biz partner and i love her she's <laughs> dear friend and also a client of mine now. Um, Her name is Jamie Dana. She is an amazing educator. And we started Ember together, gosh, going on, yeah, I would say three years because I was still pregnant when we were in the beginning stages of planning. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of, it's like we've, we've evolved it a little bit since the first retreat, but basically it's about four days long and it's all strictly based on business. There's no technique taught there. And it's, it was important for Jamie and I to really just focus in on business because we both agreed that you know, in our industry, like we might learn our, the technical side of what we do, but we're really signing up to be business owners at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so having a space where one, you can connect with other people that are doing the exact same thing, having, facing the exact same challenges that you are and being able to have a network with that, that was huge for us. And it's been so cool to see, even from the first retreat, the friendships that have been made 
and continued and then seeing people start their own things within their own cities and communities. Uh, it's been really, really awesome. And so, yeah, we were this year we were in the planning stages. Well, we actually had planned and sold our fourth retreat and wow. we sold it out. Um, I think in like a day, it's like every time oh it just goodness. gets shorter and shorter. <laughs> and we're, it is, I have to say I'm so grateful for that because obviously when you're putting anything out there in the world, you know, you're like, is anyone going to come? Are they going to be over? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, um, we, those thoughts still go through our, our mind every time, you know, we go live with a retreat. And so yeah, it, I'm grateful for all of the people that have signed up and, and you know, taken a chance on Ember and come to a retreat. But that retreat sold right before the basically the next week after that i would say covid hit and like and oh everything goodness. started to get shut down and so you know thinking back even to march it, everything was so new we felt like we were like okay our retreats in september hopefully by september things will be you know figured out by then and mm -hmm. um finally once june hit we kind of knew um we had to make the call like it was time to make a call. Are we? Do we really think this is going to be able to happen this year? Um, and then just even taking into account our entire industry was shut down and not able to work. And yeah. I'm sure, and, and I, I do believe there were probably people that had signed up for our retreat and um, that investment they made in the retreat, just they probably could have used that back, you know? And so- yeah. um, it only felt right for us, one, to move it, um, to finally make the call and say, okay, we're not going to be able to do that this year. Um, and we moved it to February of 2021. And mm -hmm. I feel like – I think we were talking a little bit about this prior, but I think as things are evolving and moving, I think we're learning how to live with everything that's happening now. You know, like for it's sure. – We've had to, like you said, we've had to come out of this stronger. Um, and so I'm really, I'm still hopeful that February will be a go and mm -hmm. we're moving forward with that. But yeah, back in June, we made the call to move it and moving a retreat is no easy feat. It's not just like you call <laughs> up your hotel and say, hey, we need to move the retreat. You know, <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> there's so many moving parts, having to be mindful of you know, people's investments. And we did have people that they couldn't make the new date. And right. so, um, you know, it only felt right that we gave them the opportunity to, um, you know, to get get their investment back. And um, Yeah, that's amazing. And what's been cool too is even that, um, as we finally reopened some of those spots uh, back in the beginning of September, and it was cool because there were people that were like, they had to cancel in June, but they were like, they were finally able to get back to work get back on their feet and they came back. You know, they're like, all right, I'm in, I invested in this and I want to reinvest in myself. And so um, that alone to me is like that is uh, – that experience is just so important for us and that relationship that we have with attendees even prior to coming. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, anyways, uh, that was – it was really cool to see that. And um, and so, yeah, we've right now we've been in the process of a group coaching program that we kind of threw in as a bonus this year. Um, yeah, I saw a couple people that, posting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Again, we were just like, okay, this is a crazy year. And if there's people that are going to, 
you know, continue to trust us with their investment. We want to be able to come alongside them and support them in this crazy time, you know? And so uh, we added in a six-week group coaching program, which we've never done with any of the retreats before. And I have to say, it's actually been so cool to meet everyone prior and to connect. And um, it's just been, I feel like, Come February, everyone keeps saying in the group, they're like, we can't wait until February. We're all <laughs> going to need this. But it's so true. Like, we are all going to need that. Right? So I'm excited. I can't wait to meet this next group of uh, attendees. It's going to be cool. Oh, I think that's so exciting, too. Because, like, I, I mean, after everything, the industry and just everyone's been through this year. And then, mm-hmm. of course, like, December's the craziest time. I feel like it will actually probably be really great to do it in February because then everyone's like, you know, had a little bit of time to recharge and start 2021 off on the right foot. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, We actually did our first retreat. We were talking about this. We're like, wait a minute. Our very first retreat was in February around the same exact dates. And we're doing it at the same location where we had our first retreat as well. And so I think it's going to be really fun and special. And um, yeah, I think it was the right move to move it. And um, just again, people were, you know, when – it's so like – I have to say like it weighs heavy on my heart knowing that, you know, at the time when everything had hit that people had had just invested in something with us. But then knowing that yeah. they potentially lost their job or couldn't work, like I don't sleep well at night knowing that, you know. And totally. So I'm so happy now just to know that people are able to get back to work little by little, although there was a second – I'm in California and there was a second shutdown. So that was a whole uh, circus as well. But um, Oh, my goodness. They've been able to reopen since then. But yeah, I I just really hope everyone – you know, I wish everyone the best this year and that they're able to um, get back on their feet and make changes in their business. If I think that was a big thing that's come up in our coaching calls with um, our Ember Retreat attendees is that when they did get back from COVID um, or were able to reopen, it really forced them to relook at their business in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. And that should be actually like a really exciting thing at the same time. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, I was talking to someone, about, I think I was talking to Lindsay um, from She Makes Waves. Uh, yeah. I know you were just on her podcast. And I, I think her. it was her. Yeah. And we were talking about how, It's like that illusion of security because I know Mm -hmm. everyone's heard like in the beauty industry, oh, it's a recession-proof job. It's a Mm recession-proof job. So we all had this like security wrapped up in being, you know, recession-proof or, you know, thinking everything was stable or secure or whatever. And having that illusion of security taken away was Mm -hmm. like scary in a lot of ways, but it was also really freeing because – then you're like, okay, well, nothing is pandemic proof. <laughs> nothing is like, you know, so it almost gives you that ability to kind of pivot and move with a little bit more freedom because you know that you're not giving up something that's like hugely secure because nothing is secure. Like that illusion was destroyed. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, it exactly just how you said it's, I think 
I think for some people what I've heard is, again, that illusion of security or thinking that they were secure. And then it comes time to maybe pivot or figure out something next. And it's almost like, well, what do I have to lose now? Like I'm going to go for that thing. I know I've heard some friends that have gone more into online education or launching programs. I just had a client that I worked with. I mean, they are in the process of creating an online program. And just with like, we tested something out and literally it was such a success for her. And um, she was telling me, She's like, I was so down because of COVID. I didn't know mm-hmm. what I was going to do. And it was kind of that like, well, what do I have to lose? I'm, I'm going to try it. And it's just – it's insane what she was able to do in sales. I'm like so excited for her. But oh, yeah, that's it's amazing. kind of thing. You're just like, all right, what do I have to lose? Let's let's do this, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. Well, we've talked about my three favorite topics, branding, community, and mindset. (laughs) So that's amazing. (laughs) I feel like um, we're so on the same page with so much of this. This conversation has been so much fun. Um, And yeah. I've had had a blast talking with you. Just I know like, again, we were talking for like 30 minutes before we (laughs) – and I was like, I could just sit here and talk with Jody all day long. She's so fun. <laughs> I know it's so fun when you meet people like that. <laughs> yeah, well, that meet is the, in air like, quotes. Yeah, right. I know we're like meeting virtually, <laughs> but um, yeah, and that is the beauty of just even the internet right now. I know, like, there's so much going on online, but um, at the end of the day, I, I have to choose to like see the. I want to choose to see the good and the positive, and so uh, meeting you through Instagram, you know, yeah. has like, been such a great positive in this year, and developing a friendship is has been awesome. Totally. I think that's so amazing too. Um, so one thing I always ask uh, before we end the episode is if you had one piece of advice for a hairstylist or beauty professional that's like determined to rise in their career and in their life, what would that be? What would that one thing be? Ooh, I would say (laughs) – I was like such a loaded question. Put you on the spot. Yeah. I know. (laughs) If I had to give one piece of advice, it would be put your blinders on (laughs) and don't you know, um, the the comparison thing, like focus on you, focus Mm -hmm. on what makes you unique, what you have to offer and just, and focus on your clients, focus on the people that you're going to serve. Um, yeah, I would say put like have tunnel vision almost in the sense of, you know, because it's so easy to look around and think, oh, this person's got that or that mm-hmm. person's got this going on, you know. And, you know, they say the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Yes. Um, but I think when you focus on your people and serving your clients and and having like that vision for that and them and for yourself, um, you're going to be unstoppable. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. Amazing advice and such a good note to leave off on. Well, thank you so much, Piper. This was so much fun. And uh, I really think that there's a ton of value and inspiration in what you shared today. So I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm just like, I'm a huge Jody fan now. So thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm a huge Piper fan. So it's very mutual. (laughs) Thank you again. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of Hairstylist Rising. 
please head to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a rating and review 